Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show to all the apps that people like to listen to? How do I make money from my podcast? And to answer all these questions, it's really one answer. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And it's free. And it's so easy to use. And now Anchor could match you with some great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's exactly what I'm literally doing right now. So if you always wanted to start a podcast and make money while doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters that's already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. And if you want... You can hit me up and let me know so I can listen to your podcast too. So make sure you listen to me and my co-host Abby on Shade With Your Tea. We love you and we can't wait to listen to your podcast. All right. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Shade With Your Tea. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Abby. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> so, first off, let me apologize for being so neglectful for the past, I don't know, two weeks. Because, you know, finals, life kicks in. Sometimes I have to realize that I'm not just a person on podcast. I have an actual life outside of this. It's okay, but you back and better than ever. I know. That's all right. I know. We so, know. this topic, we're going to talk about the fine line between, like, Friends with benefits in an actual, like, relationship. Because I feel like a lot of people don't understand the difference. And they play the fucking role that, um... They trying to, they trying to have, like, a boyfriend-girlfriend type relationship knowing that that shit's never gonna work out. Or knowing that y'all should just be fuck buddies. Like, if you want a boyfriend, or if you want a girlfriend or a boyfriend, act like that. I always, So, this is what I've been saying, right? This is where I was getting at. I could always tell... When a nigga approach me or how he talks to me, what he wants, mm-hmm. right? So I will act accordingly. If a nigga just start talking about my body, you so beautiful, da da da, all this shit, and you're just like, and you just, and he commented just on my body and shit, he just trying to fuck. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? A nigga will come correct if he wants to get to know you or more more about you, right? right. So those are the niggas that you're like, all right, cool. Like a nigga will say, can I take you to dinner? Can I, I don't know, like, let's go to, let's go out, let's go on a date, like, let's go get drinks, let's go do this, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to go do shit and make a plan, that's somebody that's going to treat you way different than something like that's like, oh, just come over, let's smoke and chill. Right. Or, like, just come over, let's Netflix and chill, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Niggas will tell, niggas will tell you, maybe not directly, but they will tell you what they want. You just got to listen. I don't know. I just feel like when it comes to like certain women, because I'm not gonna talk about me because I know the difference. Oh, I know what the fuck I want. We've learned, okay. Certain, I've learned. Certain, all right. Certain women don't know, like they know that they don't want a relationship, but they don't know how to not play that role. Like I feel like it's so hard for certain women to be like, I just want sex. I just want this. I just want that. Blah blah. But they feel like they have to like play into a role to get what they want. Niggas are literally throwing they shit at any fucking woman like it's not that hard to get fucking dick like it really isn't so you don't like i feel like women don't understand that they don't have to play that role like you do not have to be someone's like fake girlfriend or catered to somebody's niggas needs to get some type of attention like if that's what you want then be very clever what you want from the beginning and then like you guys work your way up to that like there's nothing wrong with being someone's friend and being cool and, you know, y'all talking every now and then, and the third. But, like, there's a very fine line to being someone's friend and playing that girlfriend or boyfriend role. Like, I don't think people really understand. Like, that shit aggravates the fuck out of me. Seeing somebody that generally, like, just wants to fuck and is, like, just bent off of, I'm just trying to get a fuck off of it, this and the third, but is playing themselves the relationship <laughs> role like it's just like bro stop like i need you to stop and see what you're seeing because like me my predicament right now is, is like i'm in a fuck type of shit but like i don't see myself getting in a relationship if mm-hmm. i had to get in a relationship i don't know like i i don't know if i'm ready for that type of relationship whereas in me and that person have that understanding you know mm-hmm. what i mean like and that's why I tell people now, I have like a disclaimer. I'm just like, all right, 
I recently got out of a super long relationship. Mm-hmm. I spent the last year rebuilding myself exactly. to make myself happy. I don't have time, and I'm not... I'm not 100% to where I want to be yet to involve somebody else in my life. So until that point, just know what it is and just know that I'm not looking for anything serious right exactly. now. Exactly. And I don't think people understand that because, And like, that's okay. I just, just like you, I just got out of a very, very, very long one. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is, like, self-reflection. Like, this time for me is, like, my self-reflection time to figure out, like, yes. what happened, what could I have done better, what should I have done better to send a third. And it's not like a... a you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda, whatever. Like, it's just more like a, how do I better? Yeah, how do I better myself and not make the same mistakes or mm-hmm. make you know do the same things that I did before that cause an issue kind of thing. And then when I'm ready or I feel like I'm ready for myself, then move from there. Like I don't yes. think people understand. Like I, I see so many people that go from one relationship to the next. It's like Thinking when do you the next person's gonna yeah fix like me. when do no. you have time to like reevaluate yourself and look at yourself or how, when do you have time to like be for yourself and like that's what happened to one of my best friends um i used to work with him and we used to work together every single day he was actually that's how i met my other best friend mm-hmm. they were in a relationship and i just started chilling with them all the time right and then he started doing some fuck shit started talking to this other girl whatever ruined his relationship i've never seen it i've never seen this happen before where the side chick won where he went to the side chick and ended up being with the side chick and she ain't shit and I'm like, so you were in a place, you and Melissa started, you started fucking with this girl because you and Melissa were not in a good place, right? So you should have taken your time to fix yourself, but instead you went from one messed up situation to another messed up situation, and now you fucking hitting rock bottom. Mm-hmm. You didn't take your time. You need to take your time to, to work on yourself and figure out what's going wrong instead of just leaving a trail of ruined people in your path, Right? I feel like people don't realize how, like, selfish their decisions are when they do it. Because I get it. Like, you want to make sure that you get for yourself and that, like, you know, you want to be happy. But at the same time, like, in order to get your happiness, you don't have to, like, make someone else miserable out of that. You have to realize there's other people involved. You're not the only person that has feelings. Exactly. And you have to understand, like, I mean, I don't I don't know about you or anyone else like that. I don't feel, like, I don't get pleasure or happiness out of making someone else feel bad about themselves. Like, never. even when I know that they've, like, done me wrong or something like that, like, I would, I would never... Like I'm not try to, to make you, yeah I'm not gonna make yeah. you feel some type of way or someone that's been in a relationship with me like every person that I've been in a relationship with <clears throat> truth been told like we've granted some of them has ended on like really bad terms or someone's been like mutual understanding kind of thing but we've never stayed out of contact like I've never been that person like oh fuck you you ain't shit da 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 da, da and never speak to that person again because that would make me look stupid because at one point in time you was somebody like. I held at such a high regard Mm -hmm. in my life that it would make me look dumb to act like you was nothing to me. So I've always kept in contact, hey, you good, do you need... You know, like, I've always been that person because I feel like because of the position and the career that we both want to be in, you can never know when you're going to... where your connections or your network is going to lead you and stuff like that. So I've always felt like if you needed something, I had no problem reaching out. And I don't want it to come off like... I'm only staying in contact with my exes because I want them to give me a handout when I need it. No. That's not the case. It's just more the fact that, like, you was somebody to we me. Cared about, we cared about each other. I cared about you at still, one point, yeah. whether, like, we were in love or not. I loved you at one point. You were still going to be someone that I'm concerned about whether something happens to you or not. Like, I've never been. But I've been like that, not even just with exes, with just people that, like, we fell off. We're not friends or anything. Like, everyone always known that I was always a person that, whether we're talking or not, I got you. But <laughs> I'm trying to learn that not everybody looks at me the same way. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I'm, people are not going to treat you the way you, you treat, treat them. them. Yes. Which and sucks. And it, and it always happens. You always realize that after you've been done wrong. Exactly. And you're just like, damn, people are not like me. So I want to ask your advice, right? Or maybe your opinion. Mm-hmm. So, um... I really only had, I only had, like, one real boyfriend, right? And that's the one that we was together for, like, four and a half, almost five years, Yeah. right? So, same thing. He was, to, like, he was living with me. We were together, like, every single day. And I told you, it got to the point where I found myself leaving my own house because I was just so irritated. I could not be around this person anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I told him, I'm like, yo, you gotta go. I need you to pack your shit. You need to leave. 
nigga was just chilling on my bed playing video games while I was coming home from work, not packing, like not. <laughs> so I can't. So he went to work the next day. I packed his shit for him, and I was like, "You need to find a place to go. Like I can't do this anymore." We've spoken about it. I tried to break up with you months ago. You basically guilt tripped me into staying with you. It's just, it's not working. I'm like, I need my time to work on myself. I cannot do this anymore. Facts. Right? So I told him he got to go. So I kicked him out. He went back to his mom's house. Cool. And I wasn't, I wasn't texting him. I never said, you can't text me. You know what I'm saying? But I need my space. We've been together every single day for like five years. Like mm. this nigga, that, in that amount of time, he stayed at his own house like for a week out of that time. You know what I'm saying? We were together every single day. So I'm like, I need separation. I need space from you. You got it, like, right? Yeah. So I didn't really give him a chance to say too much when I kicked him out. I was just like, you, whatever, you won't need your time to process this. I understand. I've had my months of processing. Um, and so he's like, all right, cool. So I didn't hear anything from him for a couple months. It was like maybe a couple texts here and there, like, hey, have you seen this? Did I leave this there? Or whatever the case may be, right? Um, and so then it was like a few months after we broke up and I asked him, I'm just like, um, I was like, yo, I know I didn't handle that in the best way, but that's what I needed in that moment to, to free myself, to like do what I had to do. Um, and I was like, yo, I know I kind of did you dirty. I didn't really give you a chance to speak. If you like to say anything, like, please feel free that you can reach out to me anytime. Because mm-hmm. he texted me, like, a month before that. He's like, it's crazy how you could go to talking to somebody every single day and, like, not hear from you for a couple months. And I was just like, I, like, I was just like, yes, you're right. But that's what I needed to get over that. Right. But at the end of the day, I will always care about him. I will always wonder, like, are you good? Are you in a good situation? Are you set up? Are you healthy? Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's, but... To this day, I mean, he watches all my Snapchats and stuff like that. Um, but he never says anything. I've seen him at multiple shows, concerts, like, all types of shit. And we'll, like, have awkward small talk, whatever. And I always tell him, like, yo, if you ever want to talk, let me know. I don't hear from him. So I'm just like, all right, I don't know if... I mean, you reached out. Like, you know what I mean? You I you, you open that door for him, whether mm-hmm. he decides to or not. That's not going to be on your conscience. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Like, I feel like everybody needs their space to like officially process what happened but not many people take that space Mm -hmm. that's the thing like i've seen people that like go from breaking up to like not like it's it's almost weird like let's see i think one of my first breakups that i had like my one of my first like serious serious breakups it was like really really weird because um like when we, we broke up we were, like, not talking for, like, a week, and then, like, we were friends, like, a couple weeks later, like, a week after. Like, a week after that not talking, we were fine. Mm-hmm. And people looking at us, like, oh, so yeah, talking again? I'm like, no, we're just fine. Like, we're, we're cool. I think the only person that, like, we, like, broke up and just never spoke again was, like, a guy I was dating in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was, it was weird because, like, he was somebody that, like, he was, I feel like he was my first, like, real real thing like when we broke up i like boohoo cried like cried i had to be what i was like a sophomore i had to be like a sophomore in high school Mm -hmm. and like i was devastated like we didn't like and he was devastated like you can tell like he was crying like it was something real for us and then like when we broke up and we broke up it was more like a mutual thing because like i was going somewhere and he was going somewhere like it was something we both had to do to like strengthen ourselves separately but it was something that was so real for us that it hurt but in my mind i just knew that we'd always be friends like we you know something just in case you need something like to this day he knows that like if he needs me two seconds i got you like what you need i'll pull up right now if you need something type shit i think what hurt me more about our breakup and how it ended was like the fact that like the girl that he was like best friends with quote unquote with like was like she just jumped right into that vulnerability like his that little his pocket he had and instantly became someone that he was going out with and then got pregnant later with like that's what pissed me off the most and I was like oh nigga you oh. ain't shit and da 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 like it took me to a whole nother level like wow you really ain't shit like and I think that kind of put in perspective aside from like 
the way I was raised and who I was raised around. Like, I always just knew some niggas just really ain't shit. And to me, that, like, kind of just widened the perspective. Like, wow, niggas really don't care. Like, niggas really don't. And if you're not, like, mentally healthy for that kind of stuff, it will fuck you up. Like, I felt Mm. like I was, like, hit by a truck. And maybe because I was just so young Mm. that I thought... That I always thought I was gonna be a spiteful person, a mm-hmm. spiteful like ex girlfriend. I was just like, oh, this, that, and the third, blah, blah. But like, even after like, I found out he got pregnant, and then she, you know, she got her pregnant, and they were gonna keep the kid, and blah, blah, blah. Like, even like months after when I did see him, all that anger that I thought I was gonna have, it wasn't there. Like, I was just, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just not that person. Like, I can listen to all my friends have that moment. They're like, yo, if I see my ex, like, I'm gonna fuck him up, and da 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 da. I've never, like, me neither. it just don't click to me. Like, why, where's that anchor coming from? So, like, me and my ex, same thing. We broke up. It was like, it wasn't mutual, but it was like, I wasn't screaming. It's like, I don't hate you. I love you as a person, but I can't do that. It's not healthy for us to be together anymore. And at the end of the day, we just got to look out for ourselves. Ourselves. It's gotta, it's, like, it's got to be healthy. Because how am I going to put my all into you if I'm not putting my all in myself? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you got to be a My whole last person. relationship, like, it ended badly, but we both weren't, like, 100% to each other. You know what I mean? Like, and the way it ended was so bad, but at the same time, it was like, I can never hate him. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm mad about how things went down and what happened through the process of it and yeah. like you know the truth that was told in between all of that but like I can never hate him but I can yeah, be really really day. mad at him thinking about it and when I be ready to like fuck him up mm-hmm. like thinking about it and stuff like that and I'll be hearing songs and I be like yo mm-hmm. that's really my mood I'm trying to kill him da 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 but, but I would never act day, on it at the end of the day I just lost this thought in my head but alright so we'll start with this one um you're similar to me in the way that I don't get angry at shit like that because I've accepted the fact that not everyone's meant to be together. Right. Um, and I know myself personally, I don't have expectations from anybody. I don't expect anything from anybody. That's the first way to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that. No, actually, I'm trying to think if I... No, I never had expectations from anybody. And that's why That's why I like what you said before, how you realize you're the friend that always cares about the other people more. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that's always me too. I we were I was raised like I don't even know if I was raised, but I care about people. I genuinely care about people. So it's just like, all right, when I when I see myself going out my way to do things for people who I consider my friends, and they don't turn around to do the same thing, that shit hurts me. That shit bothers me. That shit so hurts me. I'm like, but we're supposed to be best friends, like. But how come I find myself being way more of a friend to you than you've ever been to me? Mm-hmm. And that's when I started distancing myself. And so kind of like how you said the other day, or you you were talking about this the other day. I've never been one to have a lot of girlfriends. It just, it's never happened. I've always been friends with guys. I don't know if it's because I was always an athlete. Whatever the case may be, I was always more friends with guys than girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and even to this day, I have like, I have a few girlfriends. Don't get me wrong. But those relationships are way harder for me to like maintain. Maintain. Because... <laughs> I don't know if the people just, like, females just take shit differently or whatever the case may be. It's just, it's harder. I don't understand. Or I feel like, um, <laughs> it's frustrating. Like, it's aggravating. Like, I get what you're trying to say. I don't know. I feel like because it's a lot of different, like, layers to me. Like, like depending on the person you ask, like, about me, they're oh, always an asshole. Or it's always okay. Everybody you ask is going to have a different opinion about you. Every, yeah, or everyone's different. always going to have a different opinion about me specifically because people get different sides of me. Like, I'm never going to get somebody 100% unless I see them giving 100%. Like, even the people that's been around me for years have never seen 100% of me because at the end of the day, I'm very, like, there's a lot of layers to me mm-hmm. and I keep myself very guarded and I'm very private to certain things. Absolutely. Like, what I've learned is that I can never, like, not even just... Just, like, to friends, but even just to family. Like, I've just been a person that's never been that person to just be completely 100%. Because I've seen what someone being 100% has been to someone. And I've seen how damaging it's become when someone does something that they don't expect. And I've never, never wanted to put myself in a situation where I've given someone 100% 
and they turn around and disappoint me and I'm devastated or I feel like I can't go on or something like that. So I've always like little by little, you know what I mean? So like when you get the side of me that like when I care about somebody, I care about somebody. Like I will do whatever I can for that person. If you need something, you know, I got you just in a third. Like, I'll always be there for that person. Like, even when I know that you did me dirty, I'll still make sure. But if I feel like I have to protect myself and be a guarded person, I will. And you'll see that switch. Like, people will see that switch and it'll happen very fast. Like, I can get something and I'll have a thought in my head and I'll be like, nah, I'm not with it. And then you'll see it in my tone. You'll see it in my face expressions. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not feeling it. I don't want to be around it because all I feel is negative vibes from you. And truth be told, like, there's enough fucking women in my family. I don't need female friends. Mm -hmm. And I've been very comfortable with that for a very long time. Like, I've never been that person. Like, I'm a very social person to an extent, but I'm very antisocial at the same time. Like, I don't need a lot of female friends because... If I wanted to fucking fight with a bunch of fucking women, I can call all my goddamn cousins and pull up something stupid and we'll fight over that. Like, mm-hmm. that's no problem. I've been fighting with my cousins since I was a child. Like, fist fighting and all. I, I can do all that shit if I want to call them, call up the next family reunion. We can get that shit popping. Like, that's nothing for me. Same. But I don't feel like I have to do that with women outside the family because it's, I don't need you guys. Like, so having nothing but guy friends is normal and it's more natural. Mm-hmm. And... The certain women that I do hang out with, they'll always be like, oh, you think like a nigga. I was like, but all my friends do. Like, all, yeah. all my cousins, we all, like, granted, there's nothing but women in our family. But we've always had a more aggressive mentality than the men, the few men that I do in our family. Like, there's never been a problem with, like, the men in our family. Because I'm not saying that they're more passive, but... Compared to the rest of us women in our family, we're very more dominant and we're very more aggressive than the rest of the mm-hmm. men. And I've been raised to be that way. Mm-hmm. So I guess some women don't take too kind to that or they see that as like an intimidation. And I don't mean to be that way, but at the same time, it's like I don't need you to be my friend because I've been raised to be very comfortable with myself and be very. I depend on myself. Yeah, like, I, I don't, don't depend on I don't need else. you to be my friend. I'm, very I'm not going to be hurt that you're not my friend. Like, I'm it may look like I'm bothered by it, but I'm really not. I like being by myself a lot of the time, and that's why I'm starting to learn that even now, I need my own space. It's nice to have friends and nice to hang out with people, but it's also very nice to be. And it's actually more healthier to be by yourself. I want to be by myself nine times at a time because there's a lot of moments that I can have alone with myself that I can't have with everybody else in the fucking house. Mm -hmm. I can't do what I want to do with everybody else in my house. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so what I've learned is that the same thing goes with my friend group. I can keep my friend group at a very minimum, just like I'll keep my information about a very minimum. Like, because at this end, like at any point in time, you never know. What's being said about you? What could happen? What can be? You know, what could be done? Like, I've never told anybody a hundred percent about what I'm feeling, or anything like a hundred percent about myself. It's more been like bits and pieces about it because in my mind, that's me protecting myself. Because at one point in time, or whatever the case may be, I might do something that you don't like. You it's only going, yeah, me. it's only going to take two seconds for you to turn around and tell somebody else that's something. And if that's a piece of information that everybody already knows. That's a that's all it's blowing up in your face because all you're doing is telling people something that they already know. Now they know. Opposed to me telling you something a deep dark secret and you exposing me like that that that's one of my fears. Like mm-hmm. I would never open myself a hundred percent except to my mother that I know I'm gonna trust. Like I know my mom's like, what the hell is she gonna tell somebody? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. yeah. telling my mom something or you telling know you like, have that relationship. You know exactly. That. Opposed what to telling do? something, <laughs> and it doesn't matter how long I've known you. I've seen people that's had years years on their friendships and still just in two seconds it'd be demolished over something so childish so why would i put myself in that position where i've witnessed it happen to allow it to happen to me so in order for me to not let it happen i'm gonna withhold it it's not gonna happen okay so for me it came from um like i moved around a lot Mm -hmm. and i always grew up in towns where nobody looked like me nobody i was i didn't have anybody to relate to so I always felt like an outsider anyways, which always gave me that I'm independent. I don't need yeah. nobody because I don't know these people. I can't trust these people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, my mom got me moving all the way across the country, leaving my dad over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, all types of shit. So then I come I come to New York when I'm in, like, seventh grade. And I'm just, like, I meet some friends. And even then, I, like, I have a whole guard up. 
And I've been a firm believer my whole life that like people are replaceable. Like, oh yeah. Um, like, like I said, I moved a lot, um, so it doesn't bother me when I leave people or when people leave me because at the end of the day. At the end of the day, especially if they moving on to do bigger and better things, please go ahead. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna cry for you. I'm gonna be fucking happy because you're doing something great with your life. If you're whatever you're moving on, great. Like I'll always be your friend from a distance. My two best friends live across the country. One lives in Oregon. One lives in Chicago. Like, but those are my best friends. I'm like, you guys are living your best lives. But we don't need to be in contact every single exactly. day. I don't need to be. You don't need to be like. We don't need to have a be texting every single day. What you doing? What you like? You know what I'm saying? I, it don't need to be like that. Just know I got you from over here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like so, I've never had. It's been in, like the past few years that I started having like close girlfriends that lived here that I would be seeing like every single day. And same thing. So I got comfortable with that to the point where I told you that situation that happened with that guy mm-hmm. that shook it up. And now I'm like, damn, I shouldn't like. I let myself get close to these people and they're turning their back on me. And so now I'm like, damn, I should have never let myself get that comfortable. I mean, you know I don't feel like you should ever feel like you should have never like open yeah, like, yourself up to I people. I don't regret because shit that it's I've done. A, it's a, it's a, learn, it's a lesson like, learned. You know what I mean? Like, because yes. you always think about it and like, damn, I should have did this or damn, I should have mm-hmm. did that. But at the end of the day, it's really just a lesson learned and now you know how to properly approach it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, opposed to like, I have the be- the girl that I'm friends with now, Shelly, everyone knows that. I've been friends with her for 10, 11 years now. We we know each other. We kind of know how each other operates. We know what pisses each other off and stuff like that. But even there's times where it's like, even being around her is frustrating to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something within myself that I've, like I said, I think I'm just growing accustomed to just wanting to be alone. Mm-hmm. And I think that now that I'm be- I'm getting at that age where I need to be alone. You know what I mean? Like, I love her to death. That doesn't have anything to do with her. And I know she doesn't feel that way, mm-hmm. but it's more the fact that, like, we need to be separate. And in order for us to continue to be a healthy friendship, we have to be separate. Mm-hmm. Because we were friends for this long because we were separate. <laughs> right. <laughs> In order for us to continue this and have, like, and I value the friendship that I have with her, sometimes it's best that, you know, we do a lot of things apart. Like, I know at the end of the day, if something happens, she's going to be there for me, just like I'll be there for her. But I hold all my friends with that regard. Mm -hmm. And maybe I should, like, I don't know, I feel like I should just reevaluate who I consider my friend because I feel like, and I was always taught. (laughs) <laughs> and I don't know why it always takes me so long to learn because I'm a person that learns the hard way. Mm-hmm. But not everybody is your friend. Yeah. And I feel mm-hmm. like people don't... I struggle with that. Like, like I, really I don't understand. That. I never understood that. Like, what, even when I was younger, like, you're saying you moved around a lot. I went to seven different elementary schools. Yeah. So, and I was a Catholic school, so that's a fucking lot in, mm-hmm. in the South. Yeah. So... I went to, like, six. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> each grade, it was a different school. And, like, it was just a lot. So... Always making new friends. Always making new friends. But yeah. my mom used to hate when I'd be like, oh, that's my friend, Caitlin. Da, 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 da. That's not your friend. And I would never, when I was younger, yes. I did not understand. I'm like, how the fuck are you going to tell me who's not, who is my friend who's not? You don't know me. Da, 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 da. It took like, until like two years ago. Yes. <laughs> not everybody is your friend. Oh my God. Like that was like the best thing. Like it was so, so real to me. Like not even, like not even two years ago. Like I started to realize that slowly as I got older because mm-hmm. I was like damn I should get that shit tatted on me because that shit's so real like mm-hmm. and I told my mom that all the time I'm like yo the best thing you ever told me mm-hmm. and ever taught me mm-hmm. and like drilled into me is that not everybody is your friend but the best thing she's ever taught me too is you can't pick your family but you can pick your friends and pick your friends very wisely because not everybody's meant to be your fucking friend so that's another thing you said you, it seems like you and your mom have a really close relationship yeah and you have a big family mm-hmm. are you close to people in your family some of my them. cousins. <laughs> Some of them. Okay, I have a very small family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I told I told you I was adopted. Okay, so um, my birth parents are both old white people. My dad is like seventy three. My mom is like sixty eight. Mm-hmm. All my grandparents are gone. Um, on my dad's side, his only brother just died a couple years ago. 
So I, I got a few cousins over there, but they're all grown. They're all in like their 30s. We were never like really, really close to them. We would go visit them once every couple of years, maybe. Mm-hmm. On my mom's side, she doesn't talk to anybody in her family. Like she has three brothers and sisters and I'm like friends with both of my aunts, I think on Facebook and my cousin. I got one cousin on that side. But we were never invited to like family events and uh-huh. shit like that. My mom, I told you Denise's are crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> my mom, like, she went through a lot of shit too. You know what I'm saying? They put a lot of pressure on her um, being like, I think she was the second oldest. So she was taking care of the babies. They got her like, you know, cooking and shit like that. Like they had her doing mad shit where, where mom and dad were off running around doing whatever. Like she had a lot of responsibility at a young age, whatever the case may be. So she was salty. I don't know. She didn't feel like associating with her family. Mm-hmm. So I grew up with my mom, my dad, and my brother. Basically no other family other than that, right? My parents were separated when I was like four or five. And then when I was eight, no, nine, I just turned nine. That's when we moved to New Mexico, which is my mom and my dad stayed. Uh-huh. And so it was just me, my brother, and my mom. In New Mexico for a few years, and then we came back to New York, and my mom met him there. Or my dad moved there too, so we were like all together back in New York. And even then, we stayed with my dad like two nights a week. Like either way, I don't have a like a lot of family. There's a lot of, I mean, everybody's family has problems. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong, um, but there's like no communication within my family. Like at this to at this day, like my mom or my brother and my dad like do not speak to my mom. It's just me. So I'm like the middleman for everything. I'm the messenger for everything, right? So I have like a lot of resentment towards like my mom and my dad sometimes and my family. And then my brother, I barely speak to him because all he want to do is bitch and complain about shit. And then I give him advice and he don't want to hear nothing. So I'm just like, I can't fix you if you're not willing to fix yourself. Uh Either way. So my point to the story (laughs) is that I've been a firm believer that my fam- or my friends or my family. Mm-hmm. And so finding good friends has been very important to me. Um, so like you said, you and Shelly have been best friends like 10 or 11 years. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend, my best friend is like, is my friend Riley. Um, he was one of the first friends I had since I moved to New York. Um, and then my other two is Alex and Trisha and they're the ones that are across the country in Oregon and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so Riley lives here now. So I really consider... His family, like my family, I w- I've been at their house like all the time since like middle school. Mm-hmm. I was going there like three, four times a week, <laughs> playing games, eating dinner with them. Like, man, shit. I'm a firm believer that you're friends with your family. So to this day, like when I, that's why it's, it hurts me most because I'm like, I think of them as my family. And for my family, I'm like, especially because to my best friends, like I open up to them about my family. They know that my how, like my family situation and they know that I treat my friends as family so for them to like then turn their back on me or some shit like that that's why it affects me like that because I'm like you know y'all my family right and for you to not even mm-hmm. keep me in the loop let me know what's going on it, it hurts in a different type of way so like you say it's just like all right it's a lesson learned but that's another like curtain that I put or like there's another defense that I've now mm-hmm. built which, <laughs> I don't know, man. Now I'm just like, all right, so now moving forward. <laughs> yeah, moving no, right and along, I get it. Like, Trust me, yo. When I say, like, people don't understand the, like, the problems or the, like, the burdens that other people bear and stuff like that. And they just do whatever they can. Like, I don't know. Like, people just, people don't think about other people. People don't think about other people. Things. People are very, very selfish. And like I said, like my mom and I um, are very, very close. It took us a very long time to get that way because, you know, I was a teenage girl. So, you know, she was the worst teenage person. Teenage girls and their mom always She was fight. the worst person in the world to me when I was a teenager. Absolutely. But she's the best person that I've ever met because that was my mom and my dad. Like, <laughs> everybody else in my family, not everyone else, everyone else, like, in my immediate family, as far as, like, my brothers and stuff like that, they have both. Mm-hmm. I just had my mom. Mm-hmm. So she was extra hard on me because... You were her chance. God, were her. Yeah, God forbid something happened. She was the only person I had. So I needed to be extra 
-hmm. on top of that I needed to be better than what she was because I was a single parent child Mm -hmm. like everyone else had someone like something happened to her today the twins are good my other brother's good because they got their dads if I was still a minor I had nobody Mm -hmm. and that was like something that I didn't understand until I got older and that's why she was like so much harder than me on me than she was on anyone else like mm. that's why when like I would always talk about oh my friends da, 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 she was like that's not your fucking friend like that's not your friend if your friend could do this business and have no problem that's not your friend and that's how she would be like that and she would be like that on me and then when she had the, like my brother Kendall and she had the twins stuff like that she would be extra hard on us to be tight yes. like we had to be tight because she was just like she wasn't you like that with her family that. like yeah. with her siblings she was not like that and I always seen it, but I just thought that was a regular thing. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I'm we all from the Bronx. Everyone's everyone's riled up. Like we, we're all fucking wild out there. So I just thought that was a normal fucking thing. So what we fighting in freaking family events and shit is being thrown. Like that was normal for me. That was literally normal for me. So I thought that was a normal thing. But you know, of course, when I got older, she started explaining a little bit more. Just like, you know, she would explain why my dad wasn't around, whatever. Like I understood more and I understood why she was the way she was with me mm-hmm. and why she was so adamant about me being very aware about the company that I kept because when we're young and we want to just do whatever we don't understand like how impressionable we are to other people yes. like when I was younger I did not know what I wanted to be mm-hmm. and how I wanted to be and how I wanted people to treat me so I did whatever and I was a very bad child <laughs> like I was into everything and I was doing a lot of shit that I wasn't a lot of stuff she still don't know and I never would tell um but I did a lot of like fucked up shit I did a lot of things that I probably shouldn't have put myself in the situation and now I look at it and I'm like damn I shouldn't have did that like mm-hmm. I put a lot of and truth be told I put my mom's job at risk a lot of times that she still doesn't know but like I learned from those mistakes and a lot of the stuff that she didn't catch has taught me to be the way I am now and to be very aware about who I keep within my circle. So now, like, I'm very observant about who I keep around me or how things play out. Like, she used to be, she was always telling me just be aware of your surroundings and stuff like that. And I used to just think, just make sure I'm good and what like that. But I see, like, simple stuff like that she would tell me, I see in such a bigger light now. Like, mm-hmm. be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of who you keeping around you and stuff like that because you are the company you keep. And, that, like, stuff like that, I look at it and I'm like, yo, like, she really was preaching and I don't know what she was talking about back then, but, yo, I wish, like, there's so many you things that, that, you that she said to me. <laughs> no, I just wish that the shit that she said to me back then that I really took in Mm -hmm. and adjusted my life the way it was. Because if I really just listened to what she said, I would not be in a lot of the positions that I put myself in. I I would not be in the position that I am now. Like, I feel like I would have been above and, like, so much, like... Girl, who you telling? I would have been beyond. But this is... I think think we all reach a point around this age in your early 20s where you're like, damn, I really wish I paid more attention to what my parents said because they were not telling me for no reason. Yeah. And And of course, we're we're young. We're young. Listen to you. Like, like, you know, anytime your parent tells you anything, you just want to do the opposite. Come I on. know I was like that. I was. So just like, listen, you, oh, you, you going to tell I, me And what I was to do? bold about the opposite. Like, I did the opposite exactly. front. Exactly. Front and center. And just because they were telling you what to do and you didn't want them telling you what to do. Exactly. And, it's, and me and it her, took me like, a long time to realize they're not saying that for no reason. It got exactly. me, it got me, it, it, I realized that when I started doing that to somebody else and I was telling them something and I'm just like... And they were and they were rebelling or not doing what I was saying. I'm like, I'm not telling you for no reason. Kind of like the situation you was talking about. Yes. I'm not telling you about yourself for no reason. Exactly. I'm telling you to help you. I got your best interest at heart. But we don't get that. It's lessons learned. Man. Exactly. It's, it's like learned. sometimes you just like. And then my mom always is like, you can't help somebody that don't want to help themselves. And. Yeah. It's so bad. Like, my mom had, like... First of all, my mom had fucking quotes for everything. I don't know where she's learning them from. That's a lot of Oprah. <laughs> yes. Just letting you know, all that Oprah is paying off, girl. A lot of four o'clocks. I hear it. I all right. hear it. Wait, okay. so that, that one you just say you can't help nobody that can't help themselves? Mm-hmm. It's taken me a wrong, long time to realize who the people are that can't help themselves. Yeah. <laughs> That's been the hardest part yeah. of that statement. Not, not even that. It's just a lot of it is, like... 
I'm like I'm still like in that stage where I'm still trying to figure out who I want to be kept around me and stuff like that and what's in my best interest and kind of thing because yes. like now what I'm solely focused on is my career yes. like everyone knows everyone around me like when they first meet me they already know my first and foremost thing to do is my career I want to be on the radio I want to to have my own show and then work up to one on my own station and then work into um, TV production. That's my dream. That's my goal. I'm going to push for that. That's going to be my that very is. first thing before anything else. And everyone knows that about me and everyone knows that I'm very adamant about that. So in my mind, if you cannot do anything to contribute to my success the way I can contribute to yours, then we need not to be around each other. Yes. I do not want to be around someone who does not care about my what future. I want to do in my future. And I'm because I feel like I don't understand why Misery Loves Company, but it is a very good thing. Like, it's a very, very real thing. And I didn't realize that until I started hanging out with certain people that didn't want to do nothing for them damn selves, just wanted to sit down and just live off of other people and it bothered me so much because i'm just like how could you just want to do that all your life and not want it like and I, be okay with that never, but i'm not that person like my mom never raised me to be the, that person so it bothered me being around people like that and seeing it yes so for me i've always been as soon as i could get a job and start making my own money i did mm -hmm. because my parents i started wanting things and my parents were like you don't need that you just want it. So if you want it, go get it right. for yourself type shit. So ever since then, since I was like 14, I had a job. I was working as much hours as I can, making as much money as I could. And my friends were always like, you always working. How come you not? Da, da, da. You always working. Like, t you can ask them now. They're like, yo, she is fucking always working. And I'm just like, because... I don't understand people who can just sit on their ass and, like, not do, do shit. Like, that's one thing that used to bother the fuck, of, um, fuck out of me about my ex. I'm like, you're always in and out of a part-time job. How One, how could you not keep a job just because, oh, I don't like it. Oh, I don't like this one. Oh, you can't even get to your part-time job on time, my nigga. Like, what the... I don't get that because I'm just like, bruh. If you need, if, if there's money to be made, best believe I'm fucking making it. Like, I don't understand. So that's one thing. Like you say, when I'm looking for people in my circle, if you're not on the same hustle, you're not on the same grind type of time, I can't fuck with you. And that's the thing. Like, I understand the, the occasional lazy days and stuff like that. because have I have Everyone my lazy day. I have, day. Yeah, I have more lazy days than I should. But I still get my shit done. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, you know your priorities. You're exactly. Not sitting here at and then, home, like, like, even that, like, I tell my mom all the time, because she's always like, you always got these weird ass jobs. Like, they have nothing to do with your career. Because I know that my career, like, when I get on air, that's not the best paying job. And I understand that. And that's because I picked a career that I love and that I'm passionate about, but I know isn't the check that I want. And I'm okay with that. Like, there's people out there that have the best jobs in the world but are very unhappy with themselves and hate going to their, their job. Mm -hmm. And that's just a nine-to-five nine job. job. I was very, very adamant from 17 that I would never be that person that hated going to work mm -hmm. and that hated doing something that got stuck in a job until they're, like, 50 or yeah. until the retirement age because it keeps oh, yeah. going fucking back every yeah. time. So, like, I never wanted yes. to be that person. So I wanted to find out what I wanted to do and then when I found what I wanted to do, I wanted to stick to it. So, yeah, I switched up my fucking career things a couple times. When I first started college, I wanted to be a goddamn forensic scientist. Then I realized that I don't like bombs and bombings. Then, like, <laughs> then, I, wanted, you know, then I wanted to be a fucking therapist. And then I realized I didn't want to go to school for that because I didn't want to do classes for that. Then I wanted to be a sex therapist. And then I realized I could do that on a, on a podcast. Like, I can right. do that on the radio. And that's when I fell in love with radio and I realized that's what I wanted to do. But unfortunately, I'm an expensive person. I have expensive taste. I was raised by my mother, after all. So, <laughs> I know that in order for me to live the lifestyle that I want, but have the career that I want, I'm going to have to make it. some sacrifices. And I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm going to have to have a second job that's able to pay for what I want and I still do my job at the same time. And I've gotten okay with being adjusted to that. You know what I mean? Like, I've I settled the fact that I'm going to have to have a job that I do not like and have a job that I like So until same. I get to that point where I don't have to have a second yes. fucking job because I'm that main person. But there's work. No one's going to get there overnight and I've... I like I get frustrated at that at that point because I like I see some people that do it and it's just like overnight success and it pisses me off because 
like the people that are like that jump to this automatic fame have such a lack of talent a lack of personality they get that one special moment when they're actually funny or like entertaining for that one moment and people catch that and they're like it goes viral and then boom you got money but it's like for the people that's really out there pushing and thriving to be in their career and successful it is so hard and then with the society today you have to be this type of person to fit this type of criteria and then this this and this and it's like yo it's like i'm wasting half of my life to be accepted by a bunch of people that don't do nothing to get to or don't have or, no idea what yes. it takes to get to that point mm-hmm. which is so like and so i get frustrated and then i get to my mom and i like cry about it because i'm like i'm i'm tired like i I, it's like it's almost like I don't want it anymore, but I want it so bad that I don't know that you're never how. Give up. Yeah, like, I, I don't, don't know, know how, to, get how to get it. Like I, I rack my brain every day. How am I gonna get to this point? How am I gonna do this? Da, 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 da. Like, and it aggravates me because it's like, like I said, every day it's a new person that goes viral off of something completely stupid, completely thoughtless. Like it's just like, yo, how do you do that? Like I cannot be like I'm. I play dumb and do all that dumb shit at all the times and like I entertain social media and stuff like that and I have a good following whatever the case may be but that's not gonna get me anywhere you know what I mean like no. granted like that's not gonna get me on air it's not gonna get no one to recognize me to show that I, I actually have talent kind of shit like what the that's fuck? the other thing now too is how big of a role that social media plays and shit mm-hmm. so it's just like okay well I'm not even gonna look at you unless you got 50,000 followers or you can't be nobody because you only have exactly. And why is it like you know what I mean? No. Like it's if I got something to say, like we're dropping straight facts right here. You know what I'm saying? Like this is way more valuable than say I don't know some little viral video of some bullshit. You know I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even have an example because it's been so much bullshit. But it's just like like you said, the people that actually put in the work, put in the time, put in the effort are not always the ones rewarded for it. And that is a hard thing to have to accept. I mean, so that's why if you like really want to do something, you know that you're going to stick to it no matter what. You have to. But, but then even then it's always like a it's always like a barrier. Like and then my mom was always telling me that like it's always harder for a woman, but it's always harder for a woman of color because it's like mm-hmm. you got two Every time, you. yeah, every time mm-hmm. that women of color achieve something, people put another barrier for us to get over and it's like it's like here and here and then here and then I go here but then I get a good like it's just like like my mom was just like when she was in college CUNY was fucking free she went to school for free like graduated for like you know what I mean? like mm-hmm. she went through all that for free and then she was just like once they started seeing black people do it and going to school and you got to pay for it. Yeah. And you got to do it. Like, she's like, it's always going to be a barrier. So you're always going to be fighting 10 times harder than the white counterpart. She's like, and you have to understand that. And you have to have that drive. But what bothers me is that, like, I see myself pushing and wanting to do it and stuff like that. And grinding because at the end of the day, like I said, all I have is my mother. And now I'm the oldest of sex. So, like, I definitely don't have a handout. I have to do it on my own kind of thing. I see people that I've like thought were good people to surround myself with have a handout or have a way out because they have parents that have no problem doing it or they're just so lax about everything and it makes me upset because it's just like why do I struggle to get to point A to point B when it's just so fucking easy for you like and I'm not saying I don't want people I want people around me to be in the same struggle but I want someone that's around me to have the same grind as me that's gonna wanna be like yo you don't got time to do this you need to get here by this age or you wanna be here by this age or this point in your career at this age yo let's go da 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 I don't have anybody around me that's doing that so then I sit back and I think and I'm like what am I doing for myself like not that I need someone to like put a fire under my ass but aren't that what friends for? Is that not what friends are for? Are we not supposed to do that? Do I not want you to build with me? Because I want, when I success, like, I want to get successful. I want my friend to be just as successful as me. I don't want to be those fucking rappers that make it off of one-hit wonders and have to live up their whole fucking village because, you know, they were that person. Like, I don't want to be that person. I want you to be successful off of your success, not off of my fucking money. I want to be, yo, I hit this, 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 or I'm at this award show hosting this event, da-da-da-da-da. They want to fly me out. I know you've been working real hard, girl, da-da-da-da. Congratulations. 
congratulations on your promotion. Come with me to this trip. Da, 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 da. I don't want to just give you a hand up because you my friend. Like, we both want to build together. Like, we both got to do this together. Like, I want you to do something just like you want me to do something. Can I don't want no one to be here and just live off of me. Like, why? Can I say something real quick? <laughs> um, I'm just having a moment because I feel like I've been looking for you my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> like, you literally just speak in my mind right now. And I be having this conversation with my friends all the time. I'm like... If we're, if we're true friends, we motivate each other to do better all the time. And I was like, yo, I want, we got to hold each other accountable for certain shit. If you want this, if this is really what you want, I'm going to make sure that you fucking get it. Thank and you. it should go both ways. Like, I want to see you eat just as much to, as you should want exactly, to see me I shouldn't have to That's ask it. you to support me. You know no. what I mean? Like, like, I will sit here and hear myself say something and I think about it. I'm like, why am I telling you to remind me to do something or like, why am i telling you i to, shouldn't like, be like hey me? can you remind me to like do a podcast next it should no, it should it be, be something like that. that you already know to do like bro yo this is your career bro get your ass what are you doing why are you what you know i got people that are not even my friends i got people that like listen to the show and be like you know it's been a while right like what's up but it's like you well, good why right? is the people in your immediate circle not saying nothing to you and then you're like, are these the people that are supposed to be in my immediate circle? And then you have this whole circle. And then it plays in my head. Yeah, exactly. And you start questioning and yourself. I, exactly. Like, I start yeah. questioning myself, like, is this blah, blah? Like, you know what I mean? And then I'm sitting here like, hmm, maybe I'm thinking too deep into it. And then I ask my mom, and my mom says the same thing I'm thinking. I'm like, well, pfft. I'm right. <laughs> if Miss De- Delvey is saying it, it must be true. Like, it gotta be something, because I know I'm not fucking. Like, so I'll be yeah. sitting here like, something. Something got to give. Like, but like, it's like, she's going to love this one. Because this is the first time I'm going to let her listen to something because I never let her listen to anything. But like, honestly, when I say like, everything that my mom has said has been something that's accurate. Sometimes she'd be saying some weird all on the stuff. But like, some of the stuff that she's taught me, the majority of the stuff that she's taught me when I was younger that I wish that I would have taken into account of. I take into account now. And I sometimes feel like it's a little too late. Like, I've already, like, invested so much time into this, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's never too late to reinvent yourself. It's mm-hmm. never too late to, like, have new lessons learned or whatever the case may be. And I'm starting to learn that now yes. and be accustomed to it. But at the same time, I need to know and I have to, like, force myself to understand it's just that, like, People are reason seasons and lifetimes, and that's what she always kept telling me, reason, and I never understood it because I'm just like the hell. Never heard that. But like reason seasons and lifetimes because people are here for a reason. They teach you. They're supposed to teach you something. Some people are just here for like a moment in time, which is that season. Like you know, you might be popping that one week or whatever the case, and they're there for that. And then some people are meant to be in your life for a lifetime. They're meant to be someone that's your person, and. Some people meet them young, some people don't. Some people, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, she's like, you never know when you're going to meet that person, but you'll know when you know mm-hmm. that person. And, like, I I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just never know you find that person yet. I don't yes. know if I found that person yet, and I don't think I'll ever realize it until, like, you until know, push come to shove. You're going to have a moment where you're going to be like, damn. Where the hell were you? You pop, or, or, damn, you really stood up for me when I needed you in this moment. Exactly. Like, and, like, I feel like eventually, like, it'll happen, but for right now... I'm starting to become my own person. You know what I mean? Like I have, I'm starting, and I feel like sometimes I feel like it's a little late to become my own person. But at this point no, in time, no, no, pause, pause, pause. One thing you said before too, when you're like, oh, I want to be here by a certain age. I gotta be this far in life at a certain time. That mindset will hurt you every time. It'll hurt you every time because. You have to realize not everybody's path is the same. You are going to reach your greatness when you are meant to reach your greatness. Mm-hmm. So that's that's something that in the past couple of years I've really come to understand because you you have this dream. Like, you know you want to do radio, right? Mm-hmm. You know that's what you want to do. I don't know what I want to do. And that's scared me. And I've had this fear in me for, like, a few years now because I'm just like, I came out of college thinking it was going to give me a purpose. It was going to give me a direction. Like, And I came out of college more confused than when I went into college. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, everybody out here has a dream. They got something that they're working towards. Like, They got all this stuff. They know. They just know. And I'm always sitting here comparing myself to everybody else. 
Yeah. That will kill you every time. <laughs> Everybody is their own person. What's meant to happen will happen. So that's why in the past year, I've started taking mad opportunities. I'm like, oh, you want to go do this? Let's go. You want to try this? Let's go. You need somebody to help you do this? Let's go. Because I'm just like, you never know. You could just try some random shit and you fall in love with it. And you're like, oh, I want to do this. And then... Okay, you could be 35 years old and be like, damn, I want to change my career because this is really cool. I tried this. I want to go in this direction. All right. You see Kim Kardashian as what? Like going on 40 now? Now she wants to become a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Your time will happen when it happens. You don't got to be like, I need to be 25 and have this amount of money. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not bad to have goals, but don't like... This is the end-all, be-all. If I'm 30 and I don't have a mansion and a Ferrari, I've not made it. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, you have to have realistic and healthy goals for yourself. Or else you're going to drive yourself crazy. I know. Like, I feel like like every day I wake up and I'm just like, I'm not where I need to be. I do. I, and, then like, and then you know what I've started to do? Like I started to just do like a, a social media detox where I stopped following a certain amount of people. Like, granted, you see on my like, IG and stuff like that that I don't follow a lot of people. But, like, I stopped following a lot of celebrities except the ones that were, like, inspiring. So, I, I listen to a lot of Jada. Jada Smith. Oh, my God. I love her. I listen to... I follow her. I follow Willow. I follow Will. Like, because those are the people that, like, I want to be when I get older. I want to be someone that's inspirational. And even Willow at such a young age, like, she's inspired a lot Jada. of people. Yeah, like, both. both of them. Like, they possess such a positive, like... light and they're so unique and like just so and it's so beautiful because it's like they are very they're very content with who they are at such a young age it almost made me jealous because i was like i wish i I was that comfortable at my age like i wish i was that young and that comfortable with who i wanted to be and who i am as a person like and i'm I'm now now. you know what (laughs) i mean like i'm now becoming one with myself and i'm like this is who i am this is who i want to be this that and third like granted i'm a little rough around some type of edges and um like i'm not positive in certain things or whatever the case may be but i'm myself and i've never been more myself until this very moment Mm -hmm. and i'm just like i'm okay with that and like i take the time to like i wake up every day and i'm just like i'm not where i'm at but here's what I'm going to do. Da, 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 da. Like, if I have to go this way to get this way, I'm going to get it done because I want to get my dream accomplished. Like, I, I want, like, honestly, I want to have something that my mom's like, I did something with mm-hmm. you. Like, I, I did something this, with you, and this, this is, is what it. I was trying exactly. To do it this is what I wanted you to do, and you got it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I don't ever want to be that person that has to disappoint my mother. But I, I also told her I'm not going to kill myself impress you either. like you know what I mean? like I'm, I'm not gonna count myself to impress you you're just gonna be impressed with who I is okay so um I mean I don't know at the end of the day like I just I mean with the whole thing full circle because we kind of we went from relationships to like yourself and all that stuff like, this, which is this, which this, is good this episode is called relationships exactly that's it because it's relationship with everybody people, so family, yourself, I feel good. like as long as you remain true to who you are, once you, once you figure out who you are as a person and you become true to who you are, I feel like everything will slowly fall into place. Like you will start to know who needs to be around you, who is that positive space and that positive light around you. Because there's a lot of people that aren't that positive light around you, you'll and you'll that. yeah, and you'll never know that until like you finally just step back and look. Like that's why, like I said earlier, that I've started to become more observant to the people that I surround myself with because it's like I don't need any more negativity than I already got like I'm my biggest critic I put myself down a lot more than other than I let anybody else put me down like I will be the first one to put myself all the way down before I let somebody else do it I just posted that the other day I was like I am my own worst critic like I I'm so hard on myself because I know that I'm better than that and I know I was raised better than what a lot of decisions that I do make and I'm working on it to be better, but it takes time. No one's going to do it over the night, and I'm trying to understand that. But, like, I am I just want everyone else to understand that, too. It's okay to be, like, down and out and, like, have hit rock bottom because after you hit rock bottom, the only way, the only way is up, really. Like, you have to just believe that you're going to get there 
and make sure you have a good foundation and have good people around you because you're never going to get anywhere if you constantly rely on the people around you to put positive thoughts in your head. You have to believe that in yourself and then when everyone else believes in you or whatever the case may be, it'll come into play. But if you don't believe in yourself, then what the hell are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why are you putting yourself through that misery or going through that kind of motion? Because it's, it's no point. Like, there's exactly. really no point. Exactly. So, so I'm, at the end of the day, I'm going to say what I always say. I am a work in progress. That's it. We're all just works in progress. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get where we need to be at the end of the day. As long as you know, as long as you know that you're being your best self or you are able to check yourself when you're not being your best self, you're going to be okay. It's going to be fine. It's just exactly. that having that patience. I That's one thing I've never had is patience. I, don't I need shit to happen ha- tomorrow. Right. Yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> Two days ago. I was ready to be great yesterday. Like, I was ready I to be successful time. like when I was born. The hell? Like, <laughs> I thought I was coming out the womb like here yes. I is. Like, but no, yes. clearly not. God yes. had a different plan, so, I guess. Like, like, my mom used to tell me all the time I would be like, she would pull up at a stop and I would start crying. Like, I, I have can't no wait. patience. I have no I have patience. No patience. No and I have patience. no patience for stuff that I really, 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 really want. But at the same time, it's like, I know I have to work for it. But in my mind, like I said, social media is a damn devil. It's a blessing and a curse because it's like, yeah. I see people that have zero talent. Like, zero freaking talent that are just booming right now. Whereas in, I have something behind me. I have a lot to say. I inspire a lot of people, whether people know it or not. And I'm nowhere. In my mind, I am nowhere. I'm not at the position that I need to be at. But that's me looking at other people and comparing my life to theirs. I didn't have the same opportunities that they did. I don't have the same open doors that they do. So it is what it is. But before we go over time, (coughs) I want to thank you for coming back and helping me because I feel like this is going to be a continuous thing. I feel like it's going to be the Abby and Zoe show. Part two in about three seconds. I know. Love you.